Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet following the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBT community. In this week's headlines, reports say Bette Midler's performance in Hello, Dolly! on Broadway is a killer, and that's not too far from the truth. An 18-year-old gay rodeo cowboy says he's not going to be corralled back into the closet. RuPaul gets his own small-screen origins TV series. Gloria Gaynor is headed to the Library of Congress. And Taiwan could be the first nation in Asia to legalize marriage equality. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. First up this week, drag queen, Emmy Award winner, and supermodel of the world, RuPaul, will get his own origin story on the small screen via producer J.J. Abrams. The Perspective series will be set in the 1980s in New York City and will offer up a fictionalized version of RuPaul's life tracing from his rise from nightclub presence to drag queen, being a featured dancer in the B-52's Love Shack music video, becoming a hot TV personality, singer, and ultimately international gay icon. Abrams' production company, Bad Robot, will team up with World of Wonder, which also produces RuPaul's Drag Race, in association with Warner Brothers. RuPaul will, of course, also serve as an executive producer of the show. Now, we all know since those early years, it's all been fab glamness for the man who's conquered the mainstream with music, TV, and his own Mac makeup campaign. No word yet on which network will air the series. Stay tuned. An 18-year-old gay rodeo cowboy has received death threats for participating in his sport, but even that won't stop him. Josh Goyne, a bull rider from Australia's Central Coast, posted a video this week which went viral. In the video, Goyne says, The gay cowboy will never be silenced. I will forever be an openly gay cowboy. I will happily give a voice to those too scared to speak up. Listen to his message from his viral video. G'day guys and girls, the Gay Cowboy here. It's been a long time since I've made a video, so it's about time I do. Today I was attacked for being an openly gay cowboy. They think they're going to silence me, but there's no chance in hell. They think they're going to stop me from riding this weekend's rodeo, not a chance in hell. I will proudly stand up to any homophobe and say right to their face that I'm a proud openly gay cowboy. It doesn't make you any less of a person, nor be it a cowboy. Rural Australia has a terrible problem with homophobia and it needs to stop. And we need to join together as a community to make it happen. The fact that I'm getting death threats just for going to a rodeo is disgusting and these people are the scum of the earth. I have zero respect for them and I hope they get their comeuppets. People think that homophobia doesn't exist on the rodeo circuit, but it certainly does. I face it daily. And it's really sad that it still happens in the 21st century. Today I was asked if I thought it was good that gays died of AIDS. And 
He also said he wished it was 1850 so he could go and shoot me for being a fag. Just a kudos to you, mate. You're a real prick. I hope everything that comes to you is karma. The gay cowboy will never be silenced. I will forever be a proud, openly gay cowboy. I will happily give a voice to those that are too scared to speak up and be who they are. And I will always be out and proud. Remember, homophobia, it ends with me. Going told news outlets in Australia that the response to his video has been 99.9% .9 brilliant. Adding, I've even had straight cowboys say they will help me out at the rodeo and stand with if I have any trouble. Going is set to come to the U.S. at the end of the month to compete in the Texas Tradition Rodeo, sponsored by the Texas Gay Rodeo Association. And here's some of the good news. Gay rodeo fans have set up a GoFundMe page to help him with his travel costs. In only 23 days, the $7,200 goal was not only met but exceeded to the tune of $7,950 donated by 177 people. This means that Goins' dream of rodeoing in the U.S. is going to come true. Cowboy up, kids! Get out your bell bottoms and your disco ball because Gloria Gaynor is going to hold a disco concert at where? The Library of Congress. In May, the Diva Gaynor is heading to the Library of Congress where she'll perform in the Great Hall as part of the library's Bibliodiscotheque, a series of films, lectures, and events celebrating the disco era capped with, of course, a late-night dance party in the historic Jefferson Building. And get this, all events are free and open to the public. Librarian of Congress Carla Hayden said in a press statement, The disco era has left a lasting mark on our culture. The music, the clothes, those fantastic disco balls, they're all part of Americana that new generations are still discovering and embracing. The disco legend herself, Gloria Gaynor, whose hit single I Will Survive will truly out-survive all of us, will be interviewed on-site by Good Morning America anchor Robin Roberts and will perform live at the event on May 6th. Last year, Gaynor's disco anthem, I Will Survive, became one of 25 new additions to the National Recording Registry, a collection of sound recordings considered culturally, historically, or aesthetically important, and or inform or reflect life in the United States, and kept at the Library of Congress. Gaynor's concert will be the centerpiece of the library's celebration. The full series, which runs April 12th to May 6th, will include a screening of ABBA the movie, a 40th anniversary showing of Saturday Night Fever, a disco ball-making demonstration, and a discussion on disco fashion led by Project Runway host Tim Gunn. As I said before, all events are free and tickets will be available beginning March 30th. The first out player in minor league baseball announced this week he will be retiring from playing professionally. 22-year-old David Denson wrote in a Facebook post, I wanted to share something with you that I know some of you may not have seen coming or understand. I want to thank you all for the amazing love and support over the years, but my baseball journey has come to an end. Even though my baseball journey has ended, a new door is opening and I will continue to push forward. Denson was an outfielder playing for the Milwaukee Brewers. He publicly came out in 2015. 
The athlete told the Milwaukee, Wisconsin Journal Sentinel that his decision to leave wasn't related to coming out at all. Denson says, leaving the game has nothing to do with my coming out. That wasn't a factor at all. This was a decision I made purely from a baseball standpoint. My feelings weren't in the game anymore. My passion for the game and drive for the game wasn't there. Don't get me wrong. I love baseball. Baseball will always be in my heart, but wanting to do it as a career was no longer there for me. As Denson moves on to the next chapter of his life, we have to give him a lot of credit and big props for coming out as a professional out athlete. There are so few, and in doing so, he sends a message to young people that you can chase your dream, you can accomplish your dream, and you can do it authentically. Good for you, David Denson. Congratulations on the next chapter of your life. Also in sporting news... This week, the NCAA reaffirmed its position against North Carolina's anti-LGBT law, HB2. With upcoming deadlines looming for the decisions on championship sites for the next five years, the NCAA's message is clear. Either change the hateful bathroom law or no championship games for you. Here's the statement. Last year, the NCAA Board of Governors relocated NCAA championships scheduled in North Carolina because of the cumulative impact HB2 had on local communities' ability to assure a safe, healthy, discrimination-free atmosphere for all those watching and participating in our events. Absent any change in the law, our position remains the same regarding hosting current or future events in the state. As the state knows, next week our various sports committees will begin making championship site selections for the 2018 through 2022 based upon bids received from across the country. Once the sites are selected by the committee, those decisions are final and an announcement of all sites will be made on April 18th. So North Carolina... It's time to get rid of HB2. You've lost millions and millions and millions in events, in concerts, conventions, and more. The message could not be clearer. America doesn't like your law, and even your own citizens don't like your law. Here's hoping the newly installed Democratic governor can lead the legislature into removing this hateful law. In international news... This past Friday, a panel of 14 judges heard a case that could make Taiwan the first country in Asia to legalize marriage equality. Veteran gay rights activist Chi Chiawei and the Taipei city government filed the petitions with the Constitutional Court, asking for a ruling on whether Taiwan's civil code, which states that marriage is between a man and a woman, is constitutional. The ruling, expected within two months, would be legally binding. If the law is found to be unconstitutional, Taiwan's parliament would have to change the laws to accommodate same-sex couples. The president of Taiwan has previously said she would support marriage equality. Stay tuned. It's not often we get good news regarding LGBTs in Oklahoma, but this past Thursday, the Republican-controlled state senate voted down a bill that would have blocked local municipalities from passing their own ordinances that would protect LGBTs from housing and employment discrimination. As many of you may know, Oklahoma has no statewide protections for LGBT citizens. Republican State Senator Josh Breachin, who authored the bill, 
said his intent was to protect the sincerely held religious beliefs. Yes, we've heard that before, kids, of Oklahomans. But the state Senate gave the legislation a thumbs down by a vote of 25 to 18. Clearly, those lawmakers have seen what happened over North Carolina and Indiana when anti-LGBT laws were passed. A second measure, SB 197, which would have allowed businesses to discriminate against LGBTs, was withdrawn after the first bill went down. ACLU of Oklahoma Executive Director Ryan Keese issued this statement. At least for today, we celebrate an end to the legislature's hateful attack on Oklahoma's LGBTQ community. This population has been marginalized historically and today desperately needs further protection from our government rather than an annual assault on their liberty. We applaud those senators who worked to ensure this hateful legislation did not proceed. We can only hope that today's vote sends a clear message to those who still wish to do harm to Oklahoma's LGBTQ population. Hooray! Good news out of Oklahoma, kids! More wine! Celebrate! And finally... A theater patron fell ill during the first act of a preview performance of the already blockbuster Broadway revival of Hello, Dolly! starring Bette Midler. But the theater-goer refused to leave. Check this out. About halfway through Act 1, the audience member started to feel ill and made his way to the aisle, but he lost consciousness and collapsed before the end of his row. The performance was stopped and paramedics were called and took him to the lobby. When he regained consciousness, he was told that he had to go straight to the hospital. But the man said no, exclaiming, I'd sooner die than miss Act 2. A man after my own heart. According to reports, producer Scott Rudin offered the man free tickets to another performance. I've had several friends who have seen the show and raved. The production has already banked $40 million in advance sale and shows are sold out through the summer. As regular readers of The Randy Report know, I made my Broadway debut in the 1995 revival of Hello, Dolly! with the original star, Carol Channing. The show has a special place in my heart, and I'm thrilled to see that it's doing so well. Of course, we always knew Bette Midler would be a brilliant Dolly. I can't wait to read the rave reviews. And that brings me to the end of this episode. If you enjoy catching up on LGBT news via the Randy Report podcast, I'd like to ask you to go to iTunes and hit that little subscribe button. And that way, every time I upload a new episode, it'll be sent straight to you for free for your listening pleasure. And also remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com where I follow the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBT community. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.